Hey traders, David Frost, my strategic forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Thursday, February 22, 2024. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? We have the big breakout day, quote unquote. We were looking for a low. By golly, I think we got it. I told you over the last few days, there's a cycle phenomenon, a short-term cycle that was culminating either on the 20th or 21st, Wednesday or Tuesday of this week. We started talking about it last week. Market found a low yesterday, took a rocket ride, used NVIDIA earnings as an excuse. NVIDIA is the monster of all stocks, as we know. Let me ask this question. How many participants did we have as a result of we're looking for a low? I know we had a bunch. We had several in the live trading room for sure. Here's one example, and you've seen this before, and you can see that this one continues to grow. Look at this today PNL, 30,901, up 78%, bringing the account to 70,500. That's today, as of 1.38 p.m. There's more. These are traders that heeded the information. We're looking for a low. Where's the next stopping point? They're at new highs. We really don't have a point of reference. In the live room, we talked about, and inside the numbers, it was on the board that we talked about. You'll see it later. 508 plus, if they were above a certain place, and we'll get to it later when we get to inside the numbers, the next target would become 508. Today's high was 508.50 or 49. Where did that exactly come from? It's not magic. I'm going to show you. Here's the ES contract. Today's high was 5107.75. If you back that down a little bit, around 508 was even number 5100 in the S&P or the ES. They spiked it a little bit, pulled back from it. Where are they now? Just under 5100. It's a natural number. It's a natural place of magnetism and overhead resistance. I call them big fat round numbers. Can they get to 510 tomorrow? Can they trade them right up into the weekend? Absolutely. Will they have a pullback? Absolutely. From exactly what price? We really don't know. At new highs, if you think you know, you're likely fooling yourself. What we can do, and this is in the course, Lazy E-Mini Trader, we can use certain things to determine where a likely top is coming in. What are those things? I call them signs or signals of a trend change. When we get one of those, and there are a variety of them, it gives us something to what's called trade against. You have a high, in this case, to trade against, meaning if they continue up and they go higher than the high you're trading against, the trade is wrong, you have to cut and run, and you reevaluate later. In the trading business, you're going to lose. You're going to win, you're going to lose. The objective, one of the objectives is to keep our losses small and fast. Know where you're wrong, cut and run, ask questions later. What we don't do is trade on what's called hopium. We're hoping the market comes back down. We're hoping it goes back in our direction. We're hoping 
We're not going to get a pie in the face. We don't trade on hopium. Anything wrong with this chart? The weekly chart? Nope. The trend is your friend. Obviously, it's in a pretty stout uptrend. However, we do know one thing. We are still extended a little bit far from home base. That doesn't mean it can't go farther. What it does mean is there will be a pullback from where and when will it begin? We have to dig into our cycle analysis and we'll come up with the best idea from a timing perspective because we don't really have price to work in our favor at new highs. Stay tuned. We'll soon be looking for another turn, albeit a short-term turn that may or may not morph into more than that, but there will be another turn forthcoming. Let's look at it from this perspective. Here's the hourly chart. Yesterday's low was down at 493.56. Today's high, 508.49. That's around, give or take a rounding error. It's around 150 S&P handles. There will be a retracement. Where is the first place they will likely test of significance on the downside? Might want to write this down, put it on a sticky note. A test is coming of 503.50. They could go higher first, that's okay. But there is a test coming of 503.50. Why is that? That is the last area, meaning today, that they broke out from. It was the former all-time high. That constitutes or creates a breakout area, and therefore they will be back to run a test. Write that down, put it on a sticky note. We're going to do a little exercise using a different vehicle that relates to the exercise we just did. We're going to learn something here. Put your thinking caps on. Natural gas. We'll use UNG for this example. They had a big rip higher yesterday. Pull back today. The question is, do these things and everything else move on the news or do they move because they're going to move and they plug in the news slash reason slash excuse after the fact? If you pull up natural gas news, and I'll let you do that on your own, you'll see reasons it went up tomorrow. You'll see reasons it pulled back today. But let's actually look at what happened. So case in point. So today we have a huge rally in the S&P. And I'm telling you, they're going to come back to a former breakout area. We just identified one of those areas. Now, it doesn't mean it's tomorrow, but here, check this out. Natural gas hourly chart. Yesterday has a big rally higher. Today has a pullback. Where did they go? Let's draw a line from today's low over to the left and find out. Well, what was that? Well, wasn't that the last breakout area? Check it out. Market eight time off the clock and broke down. Okay, came back and gapped over the last breakdown area. So what did the market do? It broke back above or broke out above the last breakdown area. I know it's a mouthful. And then today came back to do what? Run a test of the last area it just broke out from. Forget the news. Look at the charts. They do the same crap over and over and over again we go over this time and time again in the live training room with countless charts every single day. And I'm happy to do it because it proves the point. And traders in the live room get comfortable with what's actually happening. And they start to put blinders on and they tune out all the garbage. 
inside the numbers today, the commentary, we can cut to the chase. You got NVIDIA earnings. We mapped it out in the live room all week, which we really did. And by the way, those live room members listening right now, do me a favor. Do yourself a favor. Do your fellow traders a favor and post under the video in the comments section whether or not you were able to take advantage of everything we discussed in the live room this week about, quote unquote, looking for a low. Did we discuss it in the live room multiple times? Did we map it out? We're identifying 503.50, which puts them in no man's land, where there's no point of reference and they can keep going higher. Pause the video, read the notes. You know what kind of day it was. Let's just start with this. What's the scoop? So as long as they're above 503.50, there are new highs and they can go higher. We know about that. What about... An early pivot at 503.50. What about a pullback operation? Any kind of pullback. Well, if they get below 503.50, they go back down to 402.90, give or take. 503.50, there's a typo back to 502.90, are both support numbers which create a zone of support. Five minute chart, right of the vertical is today's activity. 502.90 is the horizontal blue trend line. And you can see here, Low of day was 503.02. The zone of support was 503.50 down to 502.90, give or take. They took off. Did we have traders that picked up a long trade down there? You bet we did. Pause the video. Read the notes. Go back to the chart to double check the work. Here we have a target, 505 and so on. You can pause them, read them, double check the work. There's your 508, give or take, corresponds with ES5100, give or take. It's all in here each and every day. We did have some stocks on the move today. We had T, Run, Etsy, and Fiverr. We're going to take a look at T and Run. Etsy, no dice, didn't hit its number. We'll also look at Fiverr, jump the target, but we'll look at it anyway. T, blew through the first number, came up a couple of pennies short of the second, rallied back to the first. So if you were long from here, long from down here, you could see they bantered back and forth in the middle of the zone. Didn't really do much all day. T was a dud. National outage all day long, or at least half the day today. Pretty remarkable to see that. Pretty scary to think if you had a phone and internet outage that lasted for days and days and days. Wouldn't everything come to a screeching halt? Food for thought. Be prepared. Meaning, don't get caught with your pants down. Run, 1375 was the place. They came up short, bounced away, takes the trade off the table. You don't want it in the afternoon as they drip lower. This is the one you want early in the day. They missed it. Therefore, it's off the table. That's called the manner in which. Fiverr, 2325 was actually the third number. Opened below the third number. Therefore, the trade was off the board. There was no trade in Fiverr today they melted away before the open open below everything off the table little real-time special situation for the live room today in FNF you could see what happened the number was 4980 they hit it on the button bounced off of it and gave the trade to the traders that took it nice trade it was right around the time we were wrapping up the morning session in the live room how many pies in the face do you think were issued today in NVIDIA another Short squeeze in NVIDIA. Traders in the live room asked me today, well, where is NVIDIA going? 
And I said, I tried to do the work this morning and the only thing I came up with was targets over 800. I don't have anything before. Well, guess what? They finished the day at 785. They're not that far from 800. And the targets were above 800. Let's get back down to brass tacks. What's going on over in Camp IWM? Well, on one hand, you have an up day, but you have relative weakness. So my antenna goes up. They were up about seven or eight tenths of a percent. The SPY, for example, was up over 2%. So you have my favorite market leading indicator not leading to the upside, but yet lagging the major market. It's interesting behavior. You did have a pickup in volume, which is positive for the bull case on an up day. You're above all the moving averages, which is fine. Big picture, you still have a lower high. They could just be eating time off the clock and grind higher in an uptrend. I'm just noticing what's available to notice on the chart. Can you do that? I mean, you could do anything you want. Let's say you can do that. Well, they could go back and forth in this range for a long time. Doesn't mean there's not trades in there. There would be, but they can go back and forth in this range for a long time. Breakout, the next target is 216, next big time target. Doesn't mean they get there right away, but next big time target. If they start closing weekly above this high here, and this high is exactly 205.49, that's going to open the door for a leg higher. The longer they eat time off the clock, the longer it takes to break out, the higher they can go on a launch pad if they do break out. Write that down, put it on a sticky note. Big day at the end of the day for the transports, finishing right up into the 20-period moving average, up 1.5% today. They were lagging earlier, but up 1.5% against the spiders, up 2%. We're not going to call that much of a lagging situation, although it does constitute a small puzzle piece on the table i am putting it on the table it is my second favorite market leading indicator a number one canary in the coal mine now if they can get back above the 20 period moving average putting them above all the moving averages then they go back into a daily chart complete uptrend the trend is your friend and the target becomes above 16,000, like 16,050 or higher what's going on with the q people They filled the gap yesterday, gap and go, here they are. They missed the all-time high by two pennies today. Here, the all-time high is 439.14. Here, today's high is 439.12. That's by choice. There are no accidents or coincidences. I wouldn't read anything into that. They weren't rejected at the high just yet. They just chose not to get there. Mrs. Market does funny things sometimes. Don't read into two pennies short of the all-time high today, one day. This is what we're looking at. You look at the weekly chart and you say, look, they've just been eating time off the clock around these highs for three weeks. That's the easier way to look at it. Daily chart in this box, this is just nothing other than a bunch of noise. When you look at the weekly chart, they've been eating time off the clock for three weeks. This is noise. XLF, we talked about 4010. Where did they go today? 4010. They spiked it a little bit, but look at this. Look how much time they spent right around, a little bit above, a little bit below, 4010. Next number of consequence for me, 4080. If they close above 4010, which they did today, stay above 4010, they'll begin to work their way up to 4080. That's the next target. Above one, they go to the other. Below 4010, daily closes below 4010. 
opens the door for what? The most recent breakout area and the gap. So you got 39.84. It's only a few cents away. It's not a big deal. And then the gap down here at 39.60 something and change. Just the progression of events. It's the way the market works. Doesn't matter whether we're looking at the XLF, the ABC, the MMM, the ESP. Doesn't make any difference. About Smash Mouth up about a smooth 13 plus bucks today. Almost 7%. Talk about a rocket ride. We know all the semi-AI stocks that are taking the ride. We get the point of the melt-up. SMH going for the ride. Pull back into the 20-period moving average. A little bit of fake-out operation. Rocket ride. One-day event, 7%. How you doing? Have I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you? Without you, these videos, they're not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost. My strategic forecast, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.